Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to 3XP, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, a.k.a. the Duga Hobbies. How are we doing tonight, Nick? Doing great, Jake. Doing great. How about yourself? Can't complain. Just got back from another uh, tournament again. Uh, we usually record uh, right after tournaments, uh, so it's kind of a fun-filled Pokemon day for me. Well, was it a good turnout today? Um, it was a lower turnout today. I, you know, a couple of the normal guys uh, and girl, um, you know, had other things going on, so they couldn't come out tonight. Uh, yeah. So there was, I think, there were seven of us, uh, and I was playing uh, that the, the Glycopod deck, and I made a cardinal sin. Uh, so I've been playing that deck a lot on TCGO, um, and. Uh, I assumed both my decks were 100% accurate from each other, my R- my IRL and my online, and I forgot that I didn't put the Mewtwo that lets you take a card from your discard pile and put it on the top of your uh, deck. I thought that was in there. It wasn't. We started, and it lost me two games <laughs> that I probably could have won. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially in that last one. I was like, I... I I, I had both bosses in the discard. <laughs> I had a quick ball. I ha- I had my um uh You had the setup for it, but you couldn't yeah, I actually had pull it up. Uh, yeah, uh, a Rangaroo. I had a Rangaroo ready to go. Oh, yeah. And and all I had to do is quick ball for the Mew Mewtwo to get the bosses and I would have won, but I I made a mistake, so you know, shame on me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when you first asked, like, do you have any of those? I'm like, yeah, I got plenty of glossopods. And then I look in my real life collection. I'm like, apparently, I have none. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm having that tough blend of things right now. For yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But actually, the guy I lost to was gracious enough. He had extras. He here, here you go. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, thanks, bud. Nice. Well, yeah. Um, um, I got some good news though. Uh, oh yeah passed and now i'm officially a pokemon professor so very awesome congratulations Nick duke of hobbies professor <laughs> professor duke hobbies Ho- yeah D- professor no, hobbies. i'm just gonna start professor hobbies from now on <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll have to get a new hat i gotta get a trend i gotta get a lab t- oh no uh, more. lab t- coat now oh geez <laughs> with with the top hat <laughs> of course Oh crap! <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Uh, cool. Funny so, enough, uh, I, oh, funny enough, I actually don't even own a top hat. <laughs> I was actually thinking I was like, okay, I'm not going to call him out on that. But, hey, you're going to call yourself on it? Go for it. <laughs> uh, I'll eventually get one. They just they don't fit my head very well. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we are going to do a little different than normal. Um. Normally, you know, our first few episodes, we've been kind of going over. A specific meta deck or archetype or whatnot, and kind of giving us our given our feel for the deck, uh, what is good against and whatnot. Today we're actually going to kind of do uh, something different. And uh, w- what would that be, Nick? Well, we're going to do some meta rundowns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we got with we're going to get into this later at the end of the episode, talking about the Players Cup. But because of that, we want to talk about what to expect in yes. the Players Cup. So we want to give you know our opinion on like the top five decks that you most likely see during that time 
we're also going to be covering some big news with the champion's path and also vivid voltage so uh and what cards we think are the real shine shiny cards out of there and uh what you know what how that might affect them the game yeah, definitely. So yeah, we'll give the, the the top what our opinion is and kind of what the the meta report has been of the top five decks, uh, you know, in the last month or so. Um, we'll see what are you know what we think are the best cards in both sets coming out. Um, the Champions Path is actually coming out officially tomorrow as of recording. Um, Vivid Voltage is a little like a month away uh, or so. Uh, but we'll we'll kind of go over what the cards that we think will have the biggest impact in the meta game um, going forward, and then we'll re-rank what we think um, is going to come up in the meta after that with the top five decks. Yep. So good breakdown of everything. All right, Jake. Let's get right into this and let's go down the top five meta decks we uh, are being played right now. All right. Uh, so we're gonna go from top to bottom in the. Um, the order and i don't think it's going to really shock anybody um even if you're newer to the game to kind of pick these top two um i I think they're far and away kind of a step above the rest although the rest can hang and do well um we got eternatus vmax um in its various different forms because it can play different kind of strategies but just eternatus in general is the top deck in, in the format I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Do you agree, disagree? Nope, I completely agree. Eternatus and Crobat, get them together, get your cards, deal a lot of damage. Yeah, for sure. Take out the opposing yeah. active Pokemon. Yep. And you can, uh, and, and it goes yeah. it goes pretty quick. <laughs> Definitely. And then uh, for the second second there in the you know the meta breakdown ADP, again not shocking. It sends a uh, Sword and Shield base. With those uh, the ADPZ, uh, you basically just alter creation, boss, boss, game. Um, you're just looking for those Dedenes and Crobats just to kill off the bench. Um, again, I don't think that really shocks anybody. No, no. It, 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 it's a staple. It's going to remain a staple. And, uh, you, know, we'll, you know, even with it, what's, what we're going to see here, um, yes. <laughs> definitely so third down on the list um which originally you know going into this week i wasn't thinking this would be third on the list um Heck, I, I thought he it was a solid our, deck he wasn't even in our top five when we first i, I put thought this he was one. yeah i thought he was gonna be like that six to seven range right. still a solid deck but probably not top top but uh santa scorch vmax is uh really starting to catch fire and winning some you know some big tournaments online and, and placing high in all these um, online tournaments. Yeah. And I, I haven't gotten to look at all the decks themselves individually, myself personally. So, but I do know that these decks, you know, it is Senate Scorch, but it's not a hundred percent are built. You know, Senate Scorch isn't the only one in that build. And, oh, no. it, and it just, it's just doing really well right now. Yeah, for sure. And and it, it could keep up with those other two decks. It, it's damage output um, and its defensive ability, depending on how you build it, uh, can kind of tank hits as well. So, yes. So that would be uh, number three. Um, going on down the list, I think I might be a little biased and maybe 
rating this a little higher than it is, but I think it's a good matchup against the three that I've named above it. Uh, Intellion VMAX, it just... Yeah, it's you... a solid deck. It's, it's It does so many things uh, well. It could... Uh, energy denial because of the hammers, because of text he can play, just his basic... Uh, his his uh, spit, snipe shot uh, just takes energies off the board quickly. Um, and, and a lot of the ADP Eternatus really don't have a lot of... Uh, ways to deal with that, especially if you take those water energies off of ADP and he prizes one, it, it the game can swing pretty quickly. Right, right. And, and I mean, Inteleon, that's why we wanted to talk about him for, in our first episode ever. You know, it, it's just that deck is, is such a solid piece out there, and I, I, I agree. I think we're both maybe a little biased, but at the same time, it's <laughs> I, you just go out and you can have success with it. Yes. Uh, one other thing I do want to add, and you might kind of find this a little surprising um i i've been recording all of my games uh all of my matchups uh you know in preparation for episodes in the future and even with the intellion um i i've been doing that even though we have already covered it and it, it still does very solid against a lot of things but the one thing i've noticed because i don't know if i'm playing it wrong wanting to always go first um because i'm kind of aggressive as far as like wanting to evolve and just getting into that energy denial, but it's very susceptible to kind of just breaking out and then kind of having a dead hand off the start. So that's probably why it falls down to four and some can argue even five or even out of it. Uh, and I wouldn't necessarily argue that. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think with these last two, um, you know, even really with these last three, you could really range them more on preference uh, they're a little more subjective than they are objectively being built, you know, yeah. or, you know, and uh, ranking. So, um, it it is one of those things where the way you build the deck and how it actually performs out there, just on what you might draw at the start of a game, and I can say that safely with all three of these, the the three, four, and five, that's what's that can be the make or break for them. Yeah, definitely. And speaking Definitely. of five, let's get into that one now with yeah. the the metal Luke Metal deck. The Luke Metal Zacian. Zosh, yeah, well, you can't yeah. forget Zacian. Zacian, <laughs> no, Zacian. He just loves the metal. <laughs> yeah. He's in, he's in the number two spot, and he's also going to be in the you – know, he, it's a card that fits really well anywhere. So. Ah, yeah, he fits into, like, the top meta decks like this. He fits into uh, mill decks. He, it, it just has a supporter card on in general. He's just so solid. That mm. card is so good. And then, and then, full metal uh, wall is just an amazing ability to trigger off. And you know, if you're well and you can time it off, you know, if you if you can time it off right, you can even just completely hurt ADP and you know see the water go away. Um, yeah. And you know that that can change the game too. Hey, it's same in the Eternatus. Like, if you take an energy or two uh, away from it, when you full, like, if your opponent's not paying attention, now they're just two turns behind from even hitting, and you're already, you're probably ahead at that point. Right, with a quick switch, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, a brave blade, or that might have just given you enough time to bring out uh, Zamazenta. Yeah, Zamazenta. Um, to be out there and then just shutting down Eternatus. 
So it, yeah, it, it, it's a deck that has a lot of variation in its builds too, but its variation has a lot of adaptability to even the current meta. Oh yeah. It, it's the, it's a bad feeling as the player playing against it when you are trying, cause it's, it's based on you're trying to two hit, two hit these guys. And if you can't two hit these guys, um, it's a bad feel. And then if they play like a mile of lawn on top of it, like all that hard work you put into it. And then it's like, Oh, mm -hmm. all that work was for nothing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but it does, it has issues with, uh, energy, uh, acceleration it basically has none. And you have to, you know, mm -hmm. yes, Lucario Melmelo, um, can give itself energy, but you really, it's not your heavy damage dealer. The other two are, yeah. and if, if they boss his order and take out Lucario, then, you know, that's three cards real quick. And you're not talking a VMAX deck at all too. So everyone else is at most two and, uh, or, or at least a couple ones in there. So losing that Lou is, is, is hurts a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, another, another one quick mention is the, uh, the, the Bronzong again to, to kind of combat those fire. Cause I know we don't have any Mewtwo variants in this top five, but he's up there with the welder version and the frost moth. And, you know, that deck could definitely deal with, deal with, uh, you know, both with his just natural ability of the deck. Right. Right. I think I, again, I, we only are t really talking to five, but six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, those decks, you know, they ease some of them can flip up in here at any point in yeah. time. Uh, you know, but I believe these ones are the most consistent right now. Uh, and they're and they're have proven themselves too. Yes, yeah, I agree. So, that being said, um, now that we kind of just broke down the current meta and like what our take on it at least, um, let's get into at least a little bit of Champion's Path. We probably won't deal too much into this uh we're probably just going to pick two cards each maybe uh honorable mention um it's it's a nice set it's not really a competitive player's set it, i think this is more uh a set for collectors with those two charizards um that that shiny v and the and the rainbow v max uh are kind of like the chase cards of the year kind of Right. And, and also, again, it, it's neat that you're getting a little old arts and they threw in some other neat cards in here, too. So, um, yeah, it, it, I, it's a mid expansion. And, it, you know, that's kind of neat, kind of a different, yeah. little different, but still neat at the same time. So before we go into the, the you know, the, just a couple uh, cards that we think that will, you know, be impactful in the meta. I checked on before we got on the values as they're currently listed on TCG player of both Charizards. Do you care to guess how much they're worth? Ooh, I'm saying 175 for rainbow and probably wait, uh, wait, wait, 175. Oh yeah. $175 for that rainbow, uh, uh, Charizard and probably 200 for the, the black shiny one. Boy, are you so so wrong? No way. They higher. So the rainbow uh, V Max, thirteen hundred. No. Currently on TCG players listed, the V, the the shiny black uh, Charizard V, two thousand dollars. Oh oh. 
<laughs> Hold on, I'm, I'll be back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me go buy a few of these. Um, yeah. Okay. No wonder they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did not expect that at all. Please. Now, granted, the, that will, that uh, will people, change. That, will, that change. will change. But I don't think they're going to go down to the level that you said. I say, I say, when they settle, you're probably looking at about probably about 800 for the V Max, and probably about 12, 12 to 13 for the uh, the uh, shiny Charizard. It is my guesstimation. I, I could be completely wrong, but just based off of you know. Well, previously where they are now. <laughs> previ- previously, the last Charizard and VMAX didn't go up that high. Like er, you know, it didn't see those numbers. So I mm-hmm. think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now I, I, yeah, to the real. Crazy. Now to the real cards, though. Jake. Yes. What's your favorite? What's your number one pick out of Champions Path? What's your my number one pick? Yeah. Let's the top card. The top card you, you think is coming out of Champions Path. Okay, uh, I don't know if you guys, if you're you're seeing this coming. Um, I think it's Rotom Phone. What? One hundred percent. I don't know if you've looked into it. Um, I gotta so find it. I'm looking at the deck now. Rotom, I... <laughs> Rotom Phone. I think, although I don't think it will be super like meta defining for one specific deck. This card is a consistency card. Um, so it says you, you look at the f- uh, top five cards of your deck, choose one of them, shuffle the other cards back into your deck, then put the card you chose on the top of your deck. So if you play, and it's an item card. So if you play the Rotom phone and alongside uh, a Ranguru, if he's on your bench, you basically have a Jirachi that's not in the active. Right. But better... Because you can find any card you want. It doesn't need to be a supporter. It could be a Pokemon, an energy, another item, or a supporter, or, or whatnot. I, I, I think that could be huge for a lot of decks. Now, do I think it's going to go in every deck? No. But I think, I think Rotom Phone is the sleeper pick for me as the number one best card. I in- I'll give you credit, but... You know, and I get that, and I get that control that it has. But what are you sacrificing in your deck to fit that? Then let's take. Um, uh, so if you're running, you're, you're thinking it with Orangagon. Orangaroo. Orangaroo. <laughs> if you're running it with Orangaroo. Or Orangurus, some people say. Sure. <laughs> I'll never pronounce any of them right. Uh, you know. You know, now this isn't this isn't what you're gonna see in Eternatus, uh, you know, at all. But you know, what no. deck do you think fits this best then? Well, I mean, it it can fit in Eternatus with the Crobats. So, say you already have a Crobat in hand, um, you use you use Rotom Phone, and you're guaranteeing the card you want, or well, at least in the top five, um, that you're gonna be pulling it. Now, now is that a bit of overkill, maybe? Um, no, no, I can see, I can see purpose for that because you could, you could, you know, have only three or two card slots left before you play that Crobat 
you know, yeah. th- those low times, but you need to play it because you're, you're fishing for something. And yeah. this gives you that fighting chance. One, also increase your hand that you pull from. But you're, you're looking, like you said, you can find that. So, no, I, I can, all right. I, I, oh, so, going back to your question, though, it's any deck that you feel that Jirachi is necessary, I think this is probably a better option because now that a skateboard has rotated, mm-hmm. um, Jirachi's kind of a, a risk because you're, you're he's in your active. You do your seller wish. You need to have a switch card of some sort to back that up. So it's it's multiple pieces. And I do realize that this is also multiple um, you know, pieces in a move, but it's less risk because he's on your bench and you're not gonna get something stuck in your active to possibly get knocked out. Let's face it, if it's a supporter Pokemon like Jirachi, if he's in your active, you're basically kind of conceding that he's going to get knocked out. But right. if you have your attacker up there and you just want to get a little bit of consistency, you you use the Rotom, Oranguru, bam. You got that. You got your bosses, possibly. You got your your draw supports, so a Pokemon for your backup support, or your backup Pokemon that you need to get going. Uh, I think it just... A very awesome card, especially no. after and and to further that. Uh, so, Rotom Bike is just recently rotated, and that card saw a lot of play. And it had a very similar effect, where you can just have extra draw power um, for your consistency. So, I just there wasn't a lot of item-based consistency cards, and I think this is the one that will fit that niche for a lot of decks. All right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you though. I don't know. I, I'm not. I I can't disagree entirely, but it's not my number one. I have. Let's let's I, hear your number one. Let's uh, let's see. Galarian, Crisola V. Oh my God. <laughs> that card is brutal out there. You know? Yes. So it here's here's my th- here's my deal with this. We just talked about Inteleon. And you know who, and, and there's a couple other cards in this that we're going to see coming out soon too, but there's a lot of ways to put energy to, to one of their Pokemon when it, you know, and that three damage onto someone that's mean, that's just really mean. And it has, and I'm not really saying it's the, it's the end all be all, but you know, this could be this could be someone that fits in with you know Dragapult a little bit be out there instead of Wobbuffet. You just put this out there that gives you time to build up your bench without having to actually put any energy on this card too because its yeah. attack is its attack is meh 60 plus 30 to bench Pokemon. But the fact that you know you're just putting three damage counters on anytime energy is attached, you know, that shuts down the bolt hound electrify ability, the welders, you know, those the, now those, is it attached from as long from as the hands? Pokemon is in the active spot. So you have gnawing or you have to be in the active spot. Whenever your opponent attaches an energy card from their hand to one of their Pokemon, put three damage counters on that Pokemon. So it's, so if it's coming from the hand now, if it's coming from discard like metal, uh, uh, metal saucer or uh, uh, rose or, or rose, you know, or but or even from the deck, 
uh, like Sunny Scorcher's ability. Um, yeah. Uh, it won't trigger, but you play a welder, those cards are coming from the hand. Yeah, that's 60 damage right to someone, potentially. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it could fix math in your favor when otherwise you wouldn't be getting knockouts. I could see the point of uh, where, where you're going with it with this one. I'm just I'm just saying it, it's going to be out there, especially with there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more energy decks now or energy uh, engine decks out there, in my opinion, that will hit hard, you know, and this can this can disrupt them a little bit. It's not perfect, yeah, okay. but I don't think they're I, I, I didn't really personally I didn't see anything out of Champions Path that I was like, wow, this is this is this is absolutely game changing. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Uh, it's not a not a bad one. Um, so I guess on my my uh, second pick, and we're only going one and two uh, mm-hmm. each. Uh, I kind of waver between two. I, I'll give a, a a quick shout out to the third one, but I'm not going to go into detail like too much, and then we'll go into the other one. Um, the third one, Alteria. Um, it's basically Decidueye, but better. It's just easier and more consistent uh, to to get out there. Same exact ability. Uh, blocks the Vs and the GXs. Um, although it's just a stage one instead of a stage two. So Yeah, you, you are card. You're, you're sacrificing a few things though. Yeah, it doesn't do the snipe damage. Mm-hmm. It it's it's what? It's colorless. Yeah, so it, there's some drawbacks, but I think that it's just better than Decidueye. I think so. We'll see the meta will go on but that was my third kind of just honorable mention um my second one would be um actually incineroar v um i like you know fire type v um his uh first attack um for it's two two fire and a and a colorless but you attach two fire energies from your discard pile to one of your pokemon so you know you're going second you can welder um, he's up and ready to go. You you do the damage. He's kind of like Volcanian. You're do but you're doing damage, and you're spreading energies. So it's I just think it's a little bit more consistent. That um, not 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 necessarily consistent because it's one energy, but it's it's another way to accelerate energy to your field while dealing damage, especially if you're playing against like a, a Jirachi list. Right, and like, it's you, no, you can. It's not energy to you know, you know, to scoff at. It's ninety damage. You know, that's yeah. that's not bad for for an energy energy repair uh, ship uh, or energy repair uh, Pokemon out there. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, and and it can go well with Sandy Scorch with uh, the Hounds Dune. It can go well with uh, the Mewtwo uh, Welder kind of archetype. I kinda, I I think it it's just another one of those tools that fire decks have to excel the energy um fire is king when it comes to excel energy Mm -hmm. i don't think anybody's going to deny that (laughs) it's just another tool i think that helps help them welder decks well i have the opposite uh energy for my second pick all right let's hear it i went with whale lord oh god (laughs) That potential to do 360 damage is so awesome. 
<laughs> I love that. Um, you know, again, mm. you, you can you you draw up, so you can with that first ability, which is one, so attach three energy cards from your discard pile to this Pokemon. You know, that could be. Uh, I'm not really saying this is a late game per, you know, person, but uh, yeah, water decks 280 health. Throw a great cape on there. You're gonna survive some good damage if you come against fire. <laughs> one hit one one of those coins statistically should be a heads and so you're gonna do 240 all of a sudden that and kills us an incineroar in response yeah Um, yeah so there there's our pros and cons to this i i think largely he's a me so we'll go over the pluses so yes (laughs) he he can do the big damage but he needs to get charged so say you're going second you need to do your attack to get that that energy build up so you're actually sacrificing a turn to build up his energy when he could get knocked out. Right. Granted, he is a big ass whale <laughs> with a lot of lot of HP, especially if you put that that uh, the cape on. He's basically a V Max for the V cost, so it will be hard to knock him out. But well, if you're ah. behind, if the big thing I see with it though, and that's why I. It, I, I I like it. I find it hilarious, truthfully. <laughs> uh, but the the thing with it though is, if you're behind and you don't have the energy already on him, and your opponent has set up, you know, has yes. their setup already going in their bench, you know, they'll they'll respond too quickly. Yes, Eternatus, uh, you know, killed Inteleon. Let's say that you have this deck in now. Wailord comes up. That three energy comes onto him. He got the four. And Eternatus hits you. You have to hope that you're getting three heads um, well, to, to guarantee uh, that kill, pretty much. Yes. And we, well, we do also want to mention uh, the stadium. What was it? Glimwood Tangle? Gr- Grimwood Tangle. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So it does give you a little bit more consistency to at least get two heads. Because I believe you. So you flip three coins. Yep. And after you flip three coins, you decide if you want Glimwood. Right. Depending on your results. So. If you got two, are you really going to gamble to to try to go for the three in a row? I and I don't know. Probably not. I mean, if you if you get two, you know, I I view this as the anti fire for the the real anti fire list out the, uh, card right now because it can just be you know that big ocean wave of damage real quick, uh, and you're really just shooting for one two is a big bonus and that can even take out a tag team. Yeah, no, I, I still just largely think he might be me. But if I was going water, I'd still think Inteleon or even Lapras was probably the choice. You, you only want, yeah, you, Lapras, the, the thing is, if you, one, don't have Lapras, you know, and you only need one of these. You're not looking for a VMAX version. So that's, that's True. where the advantage of that over Lapras is. But again, it's not as consistent as Lapras. Yeah. Well, whenever you have to flip a coin and, you know, there's some RNG involved and sometimes the odds may ever be in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, for a close second, though, uh, or close, th- uh, like an honorable, honorable mention. mention for me, though, um, it was the Venusaur. Uh, actually, I do like it, but it is three and I, you know, I'm looking at that pollen bomb. But again, it's one of those ones because I'm biased because I really like Venusaur. Um, and I was I was looking forward to our VMAX version of him, but yeah. I, I, the fact that he's eight or he only does the eighty damage, 
Um, and, you know, sleep, sleep and poison aren't that bad, especially with how many switches and bird keepers are out there. I don't view it as a hundred percent threat, but again, I, I didn't nothing, not too many other cards stood out for me. Yeah. I mean, there might be some, some legs in there. If you can somehow item lock to, to take away, you know, the switch or the scoop up net, depending on what's in the active. I mean, bird keeper is still going to be a problem, but as of now, uh, you know, I haven't seen a lot of people do bird keeper, so there might be some something to do down the road with Venusaur. We'll, we'll see. I do want to mention real quick, though. Um, I was told I had to bring this one up from a local player, but it was the Galarian Oobstagoon that's coming into it with the Wicked Roller ability uh, to for the discard until they have four cards in their hand. Pretty neat ability, mm-hmm. uh, but again, it's a stage two and. Uh, Oopsagoon, I, I prefer the other version more with Obstruct at doing yeah, damage. I, I, like we talked about like last week with, with Mad Party where, you know, cards that might come out in the future to help. I think this, that Obstagoon will help mill decks as they get a couple more cards. Um, I can see that helping mill your opponent if you continually do that and the de-evolution de- or the nets and do it again. Um, depend in especially if they have like a large hand sizes, like some of these decks tend to have. All right. So, yeah. so before we go on to our next topic, as far as like meta shake up there, um, I want to give away a code. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I know last week you guys gave me crap that I need to do a uh, a Pokemon. Um, what's it called? Uh, a list for all the yeah ph- phonetic alphabet. I didn't do it. I will get on it. <laughs> but for now, this week we're gonna have to suffer through my uh, reading of these letters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're gonna go. Uh, L is in Larry. Nine. M is in Mary. M is in Mary. Q. Z is in zebra. X. B is in boy, nine, V is in Victor, H, Y, Z. All right, well, good luck on that one. All right. All right. We've seen some actually some pretty interesting pulls, though. Yeah? Yeah, so I think we've gotten some uh, couple full arts out of our code, so I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, very awesome. I must have missed that. that uh, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely keep uh, sharing, uh, sharing, you know, what you pull if you get anything. And if you want to keep those codes for trade bait for, you know, trying to get a specific card, I'm not going to hold it against you. You don't just because you claim it, don't don't feel obligated to open it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now that we kind of went over, you know, a quick little rundown of Champions Path and cards, do you think that shakes up the meta at all? on these top five decks or, you know, any of those fringe decks that jump into the top five? Not really. Um, I Like I said, the only one that I really, that stood out the most to me, though, was that Corsala V, and that's just because I think it helps Dragapult. Uh, and, and the, hey, uh, what? whatever helps Dragapult get closer <laughs> to meta again, I am all for it. <laughs> but uh, I, you know... I, I like your pick of the Rotom phone, um, Rotom phone, and I, it, but again, I, I don't see it as being 
absolutely necessary and i'm not sure what you're saying you know 100 percent of what i would need to sacrifice in a deck to make that work perfectly uh, yeah, that, yeah there, i mean it's not it's not a fit for everything but i don't right. think anything in this set is like meta defining really right so that's just kind of where i'm where i was going off of that mm -hmm. and i kind of agree i don't think any specific card at the moment um is going to shake up the the current meta um, as is right I, I find it interesting that there were a lot of cards in that set that were the, of the new ones that were like flip a coin more involved and yeah. I, was, I was a little surprised by that but hey i mean when you're doing a weird mid expansion it makes kind of makes sense you know yeah kind of throwing that randomness in there and you know that can be either super explosive or not very explosive but or is that yeah. foretelling of what might be coming out in the future who knows yeah. we will see all right so well, let's uh let's move on to you know the meat of this um this podcast today is is really we're looking a month a month and a half out when uh you know vivid voltage uh comes out there's there's a lot of good cards uh coming out in that set it was kind of hard to break it down into five, to, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was not easy, um, but I, I'm i very excited about this set of cards. Yeah. I think I'm more so, excited about, I'll be honest with you, I'm more excited about this one than I was about Darkness of Blaze. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so we're going to do yeah. this one in reverse order, though, now, Jake. We're going to go yes. from our fifth pick that we're out of this to all the way down to our our number one favorite out of here so what was your number five well i was gonna say you get to pick first because i picked first last time Nah, i like letting you start off <laughs> uh, okay well fine then um as a lot of the locals know um i i like the snack the snipe damage decks you know the intellions um Although this card I don't think works with the Dragapults, the Dragapults, um, the Picaroms in the past with, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, long view scope. Oh, all right. Didn't see that one coming, actually. So, yeah, long view scope. Um, it's a Pokemon tool. You attach to the one tool to the Pokemon. Um, Attach a Pokemon Toll to one of your Pokemon that doesn't already have a Pokemon Toll attached to it. The attacks yes. of the Pokemon this card is attached to do 30 more damage to your opponent's benched Pokemon V and GX. You may play as many items as you would like during your turn. Yeah, I just read it all out. Yeah. Yeah, so that, again, just the snipe damage. Uh, you, you know, you got your... You got your um... You got a lot of snipe decks out there. You got your Inteleons. You got the Picarom. Uh, you got you got Salamence. Um, there's just an array of different things. Um, yeah, you that know will who... just help. It will just help do more damage, especially with uh, Crobat out there. A lot of things can knock out the Dene with snipe, but can't knock out Crobat. Now with this uh, long view scope, it will be able to do that. I, now I have this honestly at one of my honorable mentions, but um, mm -hmm. this this card's actually really huge for Decidueye. 
And the reason is, is because this is going to help really help against the Luke Metal, Lucario Metal Metal deck. Mm -hmm. So after that, Full Metal is blasted or put up, and also the 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 glass uh, the goggles are on. You know, Decidueye is basically not doing damage out there, uh, and they're mm -hmm. just building up the Bronzong or whoever is their you know their their sta uh, stage one or b basic Pokemon, and that you know. It's just this battle of, okay, you have to do something. You're not, you know, especially since your damage output's gone. So this is huge. I think, I, you know, I, 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 this deck is, this card is important. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I think that makes uh, Mew from Unbroken Bonds also super important too because mm -hmm. he's going to kind of just negate this card. But I think that this card doesn't necessarily change um, most decks that want to play that card in the, in the first place. If you want to play them, you're going to already have them. I don't think this extra damage is going to really be a deal breaker um, for the deck um, if you need him or not. You either do because you're a single prizer and you feel that you need to protect your bench anyways, or you're not going to, and it's you know it's neither here nor there. Right. Okay, so now that I've gone with my uh, right. my first pick or fifth pick. What's yours? Number number five for me is Snorlax. Oh man, I had him. He was on my next on my list. <laughs> yeah, well, he's good. It's good. Yeah, fatten up ability is awesome. The downside of it though is you have to be in the active spot, but being able to draw up the seven cards in your hand, you know, if you don't have Jirachi. You know, you don't have uh, Zashian in your deck at all. This is a good fit. This is a good replacement one. Um, and and you're he not a one prizer. He's a yeah. one pr single prizer. And also, if you you know, like one of those things I always find annoying is a little bit is with um, Jirachi or even Dende. You know, you get them first. It's not you know Jirachi. You're okay with being first. But you know, sometimes no, you if, want Jirachi first, yeah, you, uh, for sure. But Dedenne is Dedenne, or Crobat you know, is yeah. like, oh god, yeah. But this fatten up ability is awesome. Get him out there, and it's 130 HP too. So yeah, he's, it, fa he's fairly tanky for a one prizer. Yeah, and and you're talking his weakness is fighting, which you know you're not. It's not really rampant right now. It's, it's effect. There's fighting out there, but. Okay, you're you're gonna you're gonna hold off a couple of attacks, and that might help you be able to build that bench, get whatever you need going going. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Um, the one thing awkward thing I think with this Snorlax over, you know, the other draw supporters we talked about is his retreat cost, and it's it's probably the worst retreat cost in the game. It's it's uh it's three. You're not quite two for the free, you know, air balloon retreat. And you're not four with the you know the buff padding that gives you extra HP. Uh, you're kind of right in that uncomfortable, awkward zone where you're like kind of stuck there, hoping kind of for a switch or a, a scoop up net. But luckily, you know those are played a lot. Mm -hmm. and you know who I think we'll see the deck that I like the most with this though is the uh, Salamence deck. Yeah, I can see I can see a good point uh, to having him in there yeah. definitely. So, extra draw power. Extra draw power, and for whatever reason, if you need to, you know, you you can Porygon him. You know, his his attack is garbage. Right? Oh, his, yeah. his attack is garbage, but if you can paralyze, it's not bad. 100 damage, paralyze, that might cause, uh, you know, a little some delay 
to your opponent. I could see maybe in down the road also in like a kind of like a stall um, a stalling deck or you're like an item lock deck, you can paralyze them and then they can't do the switch or the, um, you know, the net down the line because you're an item lock, maybe even Vika Volt, you know? Right, right. It's not it's not a bad pick. That's actually pretty, like I said, I had him next on my list. So I'm kind of, kind of a. Uh, Upset that I get to say that, <laughs> but cool. I have others. All right. So number four, well, maybe three for you, but if you want to. No, no. My next on the list, I, I kind of cheated. So I'm going to count this as four in my number four pick, but it's actually three cards. Okay. And these three cards kind of just pair well together. Um... Can I guess it real quick? Go for it, Cameron. I'm sure there you, you you're on the right track. Yep. It's not. It's yep. I wasn't gonna start with the Cameron, but the, uh, it's the, it's the it's the flinging fish combo. Yes, the <laughs> flinging fish combo. Um, yeah. So we're gonna start with the Arascuda. Um, you know, he's he's nothing impressive. Uh, 60 HP. He has one retreat cost. Um, but his uh his his attack. For one colorless energy, um, you just search your deck uh, for up to two Arascuda, put them on your bench, then shuffle your deck. Um, so you're just trying to spam, you know, your Arascudas out on the field is basically the combo that you're going for there. And then on your next turn, you got your Cramorant, uh, the new Cramorant. He has 110 HP, a little low uh, for the HP for a single prizer, but, you know, is what it is. Uh, one retreat cost, but his uh, his attack does 60 damage, um, 60x damage. You may discard any number of Arascuda from your bench. This attack does 60 damage for each Arascuda discarded in this way. So if you got your Arascuda and flooded them on the board and you have four, that is just doing, what, 240? 240, 240 for four, which is... Whew. For a single prizer, um, and especially if you add, uh, you know, um, Vitality Band, you're doing 250. You're, you're doing some good damage there, um, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I love the fact it, that you can snipe out uh, Crobat real hard with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It, it it just seems super fun. Um, and the third part of that uh, combo is Nessa, uh, the trainer card. It says choose up to four in any combination of water Pokemon and, and water energy, and disc uh, from your discard pile and put them into your hand. So your Cramorant attacks. You know, you discard them, put in your discard pile. Next turn, nest them right back up, and kind of rinse and repeat with that combo. Yeah, it's definitely solid. Hey. I'll be honest with you, that was my number four. That whole that whole group of combos right there. So uh-huh. <laughs> you stole you one back. from me. <laughs> I'm actually happier because I like. I don't know if it's going to be meta or or me. It's probably more towards the meme deck, but it just seems super fun to play. And I would rather have said that three port combo than the Snorlax. <laughs> I'll take my fish over your big fat bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. Jerk. honestly <laughs> i mean out of all the meta stuff that you know going down the road and will probably still be fun to play i just 
this is the deck that I just can't wait to play. The Crammer one? Yeah. Uh-huh. The Crammer Air, Air, Air yeah. Scooter, just like, and it's going to be cheap uh, to build out, you know? Right. Uh, and it has an I interesting can't... it has an interesting change to it too because you if things are not going if you're cramorant if you're not getting that combo going you got the you'll probably put it in the bear scudas too yeah so, yeah so you're doing damage to them uh you know it does it, that 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 target skewer so it's not bad there too so um you know and it it's not exactly what you want but uh, it has some follow up potential if need be. Yeah, definitely. I think also another card that is, you know, existing is Surge. Um, like, because this deck is probably going to be losing a lot of, of, of the time. Mm-hmm. So if you, uh, if you, you know, do a big hit with a uh, with uh, Cramorant and then you lose them, you know, the next turn you could potentially Surge to two Nessas and really just kind of ramp all that right back up. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, like I said, I don't know if it's a meme, but that's kind of where I'm leaning towards is kind of like my fun deck and a possibility of it being good. Yeah, like I said, that was my number four in my list, too. So, um, yeah, so let's let's jump to number three, then I'll go I'll go first in this one this time. And I'm putting in there Charizard. Oh, the single prize Charizard. Single prize Charizard with the Leon combo. So it's actually again yep. two cards, um, but I mean, this is for fire to have a such a potent late game damage dealer. You know, yes, you are probably you know with fire you typically have those welders out there, but oh, that, yeah. yeah, you know, but. If you have four Leons in your discard pile, or if you play it properly, right? Like the ideal situation is the charge, the time that you're going to use this attack, you play the Leon card. So it's now in your discard pile and it's plus 30 damage. Yes. You hit for 330. And how much uh, does it cost to, to attack with this? I, oh, double checking here, and I believe it is. Two. Two five. Two. Yeah, that's that's so easy. Uh, as far as the energy attached, to get that combo off, it might, you know, sound easier than you know, it is actually to do it, but the right. damage potential for this is huge. Right. Although and, I, I yeah. And, and you're and you know how like there's times where if you're a quick ball player and you're debating like, do I get rid of this energy this one time or do I should I get rid of this one supporter because I might want to use that one supporter. It's it's pretty straightforward. Quick ball Leon away. You don't need Leon until you're actually you know that that turn that you really need him. Um, and and if it's in your discard pile, great. So it this I think this combo is a really fascinating one. And there's already a lot of other baby Charizard decks out there with fire going mm-hmm. on right now with that damage dealing, self damaging one. Um, yeah. This, this kind of complements that you can experiment heavily based on the situation if you really want to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the one downside I see to this card, uh, you know, is stage three or stage two. Um, I mean, you're, you're relying on candies and in traditionally, what I've seen is those decks that you're relying on candies aren't always the most consistent. Um, But I the, the top end damage dealing of a single prizer, um, super awesome. 
I, I, I like this pick. He wasn't in my top five, but he definitely was close to being there. And, Again, and, like I said, there's a lot of good cards. And I, I look at this, and we'll, we're going to get the meta shift talk later. But again, I view this as if you you could take on a, a, a VMAX uh, Eternatus real quick. All of a sudden, change the game completely, if need be. Or even win it for you like that. Um, yes. So, or ADP. It's just, boom, over, dead. And yep. I, again, I put this, it's, it's a late stage one. It's a, a late game player for, for fire. Yes. Okay. Well, going into saying he's a late game, my next pick is a very early game fire Pokemon. I think you can probably guess who that is. That would be the Talonflame. Talonflame V. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a, he's a, Two prize V Pokemon, 190 HP, um, free retreat cost, which is pretty huge. He's a, this is definitely say, screaming out, hey, play me first, especially if you're going first. Um, so he's very unique. He kind of actually breaks the rules of the game. Going first, it, you're first player of the game. Uh, it, it reads, if you go first, you can use this attack on your first turn if you're going first. Okay, so discard uh, your hand and draw six cards. So he's basically Dedene. Like, if you just don't like your hand or you've played most of your hand for your setup, you do his ability or his attack, bam. Um, you got your consistency cards there. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going second, you can just easily welder 160, nothing to scoff at. Um, you have to discard an energy, uh, but I don't really think that's too much of an issue, especially if you're playing decks like Sandy Scorched, where you're taking energy out of the discard pile every every time you're attacking. Right. So I, I just think he's just a super solid beginning game Pokemon. Right, and and I that lack of retreat cost, in my opinion, is something Fire um, has been dying to have for a little while now. Uh, especially since you know if with Sandy Scorch or you know if you're trying to build up Charizard um, or the the tag team Charizards, it might not be ready, even if you like, or you might not have the welder in hand, and you're not sure if you're gonna draw a welder. You need to top deck it at all, and you someone just got eliminated. You put that right at the top. All of a sudden, you you can if you need to, you can pull him back. If you don't, well maybe let him reset your hand a little bit. Um, so fast flight and that zero retreat retreat, retreat cost is huge, just absolutely huge. Yeah, yeah, I definitely he's. I think he has a, a very good chance to. And it, it's interesting to note too, his weakness is lightning. So yeah. yes, against electrical, great, but you know, you know, the peak roms out there, are like finally. Um, but the, you know, again, it's it's really, you know, water deck, ooh, uh, does not like this this card at all. Talonflame is yeah. kind of annoying. Another, you know, aspect to this card, he doesn't have to go in fire decks. Like, he doesn't even need to do that. Right. Um, he could just go in basically any deck, go first, attach it any color depending on what you're doing, and then just draw those cards, like, you do all your setup for your first turn setup. Draw those cards, consistent. Yep. So right. I, I, this just 
I think we'll see a lot of play in a lot of decks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's separating really these, these cards that we're picking now from here. And especially, I think we're seeing this big difference too in between champions path and this, just the, the potential change that this, these are going to have to the game. Yeah. 100%. So, uh, what's your, uh, what's your next pick? All right. I put it number three for me is the two new energies coming out. Hmm. Okay. All right. I put these up higher, but it's wash water and coating metal. I think they're really important to the game, uh, for, for both of those decks. And, you know, we talk about the defensive capability of metal right now and water, water, not really having much of a choice. Um, but, there are some decks out there that are, you know, they can disrupt and cause issues again with like a quick paralyzer. You know, if you're not set up for switches at all to recover from those Wa wash water energy is great. Cause it prevents all effects of, of attacks from your opponent's Pokemon done to this water Pokemon that this card is attached to. Um, it does not, it remove existing effects when it's attached, Yeah. but uh, you know, preventing, still pretty important uh yeah the the more i think the more important one here is coating metal energy this this non-colorless metal energy special energy removing the weakness for metal is really huge yeah you know we already see bronzong being put into the luke metal metal deck to fight against fire all of a sudden you know the double damage that those fire decks were doing before just shut down yeah, you were you, a lot of those uh, fire decks with uh, the Volcanians, you know, we're we're counting on the, a lot of those weaknesses to take knockouts, and they are not going to get that with the with those uh, special energies. Right, right, and and you know, and we, we talked about just Talonflame a little bit ago. You know, that that's you know that um, 160 that could be 320 potentially. Uh, it's just gone. It's, you know, prevented. And then a Malolana switch, you know, to recover from that, you wouldn't have that yep. capability without that coating metal. Uh, but yeah, I, I had to combine them because they're the only two energy, special energies coming out in this deck. But my favoritism is towards the, uh, is towards the coating metal. But the wash water is nothing not to, to ignore. You know, it's, it's something to yeah. pay attention to, too. Now, one, one thing to, to uh, mention on both, um, you can't accelerate those. So like Frostmoth can't accelerate that the wash water energy because it's not a basic energy. Mm -hmm. um, and the same goes with the metal saucers. They can't do that with the, the metal weakness guard energy, basically. Um, so you have to physically attach it. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, if that's going to be your single attach for the round, I, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But it just don't, just don't for you know, you know, players going in, don't don't count on trying to excel energy mm. with those. So don't use that as your strategy. These are emergency board. cards. You know, yeah, they're emergent. If you're if you're facing toxicity who wants to poison you or a, po a poison a t Pokemon, wash water comes handy. If you're facing fire, all of a sudden, whoo, this is really important because again, that colorless weakness guard energy. You know that that actually could be preventing you from making an attack 
Like uh, yes. with, with Lucario, he needs four metal. He doesn't. He can't take that that colorless uh, weakness guard. So to do his 150 damage. So this replaces that in my mind. So which makes it uh, critical. Yeah, I I agree. All right. All Number right. two. Number two for me. Um, I know you love your Decidueye, <laughs> and I know we kind of talked about um. What's the other one? Altaria. I know we've talked about kind of that they're kind of both filling the same role as far as, you know, walling off your opponent, not letting them hit you with, you know, their big Vs or GX or GXs and whatnot. Um, one card that just kind of negates that as a V that will fit right into the ADPZ, um, Aegislash. Oh, no, you took him away from I... me. He was my number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it again. Yes, yes. I'm winning 2-1. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just he, he could attack through that. Uh, those abilities don't matter. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to find him here to uh, well, Aegis Slash, give off his yeah, stats he, here. He, he, that Mel, uh, he's the metal version of Kaleida. Yeah. Oh, geez. That, uh, oh, man, he is. I'm so excited about this card. This is. I am I, I'm very kind of surprised excited. you're excited because uh, you were such a fanboy of Decidueye uh, this whole set. Like that's what you've been going. I thought. Yeah, but I I'm also a big fan of metal. <laughs> True. He's, yeah, so he's two energy to do his basic attack um, uh, uh, for slash of fifty yeah, damage. 50 nothing does yeah that's yeah nothing. but you're going for the 130 sonic edge and that 130 yeah. sonic edge it's not killing decidueye but it's also but it's it is hurting decidueye which is just as important uh well yeah he can also add you add zigzagoons or you add um vitality ban you can very easily get to those numbers where you're right. still knocking he, out he um, knocks out ulteria which is why i didn't really view ulteria that great because of because of this of, uh, okay uh, yeah because he hits the uh, 130, that's 110 but um, you also have to take in consideration this is probably going to be in a lot of adps x so that 130 is actually 160 right right that too um and that and then all of a sudden now you don't need to worry about fitting in a you know for adp like you know trying you, you can actually have another v you know v pokemon in there with which i think you have to talk about when you're talking about edgy slash v is the VMAX version too, which is yes. nothing to scoff at at all. Yeah, he's definitely the late game closer. I don't think he's necessarily um, required he... to play if you're playing Aegis Slash as the regular V. But yeah, so his, you know, it's a it's a three attack cost two two metal one uh colorless one colorless, and it does 160 plus. Uh, this damage does 30 damage for each prize card you've taken. So. You're at the end of the game. You've, you've taken five prizes and you you hit thirty plus that. You know thirty ten three ten. Yeah, yeah. I that, uh, five prizes out three ten and again. And again, we're talking ADP. Right. So <laughs> that three tens more. Yes. I I you know what as a non ADP player why because I don't have them. Um, as someone who doesn't play ADP though, this is ADP has a lot of toys. He right. just got a lot of toys. He got a lot of toys, <laughs> but there's a lot of decisions to make in these toys. Now, I think a, a, true. A, yeah, I think Edge Slash is is a must, personally. 
Now, do you say a must as far as a four of? I th- or do you think no. he's more of a one of or two of? Two of. Two one. I'd put him at a two one line. Now, if you're flying, if you're not flying, um, if you're playing Luke Luke Metal deck, I would probably be thinking still only two two. Not I can't I can't justify a four four line of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're not. <laughs> although the potential damage output is really strong for the V Max piece, uh, you have to get to that point. And sometimes way with the Luke Metal deck. You're really sitting at a point where you're you're behind, but you're playing such a defensive game that that's what wins you the game. Mm-hmm. And you know he that's why it's not a four four for me at all, uh, especially since there's Thunfisk in the game right now. And you know that, yeah, there's there's, a there's plenty there's a plenty of play between them, but I, I'm thinking two one two two. I so I'm thinking for me if I'm playing ADP. Um, first off and foremost, I'm going to see how Alteria and, you know, Decidueye really are, how big of a presence they are. Um, if it's just mild, like 10% of the meta, I might just play a 1-0 one, one zero line, 2-0 mm-hmm. line. Um, if if it becomes super prevalent, I think, yeah, you can add, you know, a third may, maybe going down the line. But as of now, like if my first rendition of you know, ADP with this in there, I'm probably just going to throw one of them in there. No, yeah, that's completely fair. I understand that. I mean, the one thing that's true is the, the VMAX version loses the ability to hurt the um, anti-GX or and, and the anti-V Pokemon defenders. So that that is, you know, that is something you have to consider all in all. But to smash out 310 damage at the end of the game, I, I, and I think late game a lot when I play... Uh, it's pretty important for how I play my games, so that's why I, I still like having at least one in there. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, so we've talked, you know, I've got up to four picks now. You have your uh, three. I would like you to do your next two because I guarantee you, you did not pick my All right. My last All one. All right. Okay, so I'm going to put a quick uh, honorable mention to the Windon Stadium. Okay. Okay. And you know that new stadium here is whenever a player plays a Pokemon V Max from the hand during their turn to evolve their Pokemon V heal a hundred damage from that Pokemon. I think that deck, you know, if if you're I always think you should have at least one stadium. One or two stadiums. Uh, you definitely you need definitely need to Yeah. And if you're at running, least one to two. Yeah. If you're running if you're running any V Maxes in there, if you're running Senescorch V Max, you know Who runs V Maxes? <laughs> well, I think we're gonna be seeing a lot of V Maxes uh with this set coming out. But this is a this is an interesting card to have in there and you know, again it's it's a stadium destroyer, but it also helps with the, you know, healing and defensive play. So, um, and if you're a Mel Metal, Luke Metal deck, then this kind of can play in with your, with your Agislash VMAX too. So, um, yeah, but again, that's an honorable mention. So, but my actual number two for this round is Bay. Yep. I knew you were going to pick her. So I didn't eat. I just kept her off my list. <laughs> I, it's I'm like, such a good card. It's such a I good agree. supporter. 
Um, and it, it was one of the first ones that stood out for me, honestly, as I was reading these. So Bay says, as a supporter, B. discard the top five cards from your deck. Attach all energy cards discarded in this way to your benched fire or fighting Pokemon in any way you like. So that it, that is solid. That is just a solid card out there. You know, you're talking getting rid of cards and then filling out the deck, and you got, you know. You know, one thing I I was thinking of is that, as our head professor, Zach, was telling us last time, is he was thinking of that memory capsule with Bundle Bay. Um, Yeah, that was going to be a memory. That was going to be definitely an honorable mention for me. Yeah, um, we'll we'll talk that next then. uh, But I'm thinking you you can all of a sudden have the, um, the evolved version, which is fighting, and then be able to use the memory capsule and then put that energy that you discarded plus get more Pokemon in the discard pile. Uh, for, yeah. There's, there's for mad fighting party. like that. Yeah. It, well, it doesn't even have to be mad party. There's also, there's also another, um, the empty or the Dom Famp that basically kind of does the same. Right. Fampy. That's right. Yep. Fampy. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why that, that was the first one that jumped to my mind as soon as I saw that. Uh, but again, this is also hiding, helping the, the finders decks out there. It's weird welder uh, for them. Uh, how mm-hmm. I, how I view it and fighting, you know, right now you have to rely on that colossal engine to be really effective, but now boom, all of a sudden your deck, your bench could be built up, ready to go. And uh, that support could be important. You know, that can really change the game. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, it's a very solid card, and I think fighting. We thought this, you know, coming into this, this format we're currently in, that they might be, um, you know, a little bit more of a top dog than they are. I really think they got a lot of help in this current set to help them, you know, potentially be on the top, you know, the top of the meta there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I did two in a row. Do you want me to do my number one? Yeah, yeah. You you had your honor. Well, we'll we'll talk memory capsule a little bit. That was my honorable mention. Um, oh yeah, do let's let's go memory capsule. Yep. So you just basically attach it as a tool card um, to one of your Pokemon that don't have a tool already attached to it, and then it just says this Pokemon or the Pokemon this card is attached to can. Uh, can use any attack from its previous evolution. You still have to pay the attack cost, uh, energy cost. So there's plenty of, like we talked up uh, above, uh, the Emphys or the Fampies. Fampies. I'm sorry. Yep. So you can you can evolve him and then just use his Fampy ability, um, especially paired with B, um, to really just do some big numbers. Um, and that's just one example. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot that I'm missing uh, that they just want to, you know, use that the previous evolution to, you know. Plus, plus, I, I mean, I don't see it being personally all that effective, but they're looking at the EV evolutions. They all have that ability with the if this it has memory capsule attached to it, the opposite, you know, water for the electric electrical Jolteon, the water Pokemon in play has no abilities. You know, again, it, yeah. it, there it's meant to be paired with certain ones for sure. Um, the main one that pops out for is the you know those those EV evolutions. But again, I I think I'm 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 the same 
replaces you with the Fampy. I like that more. Yeah. Okay, so we got that guy out of the way. Um, what is the one card that you are most, uh, you know, that you think that will affect the meta the most? What's your number one? All right. So, don't get mad at me on this one because it's kind of different. I it can't. Mine's, mine's completely off the wall. All right. Well, it's Fat Pikachu for me. I'm not mad at you. It's, it's... <laughs> it's all right. It, uh, this was tough for me. Number one was such an interesting one because I jumped around between all of them, and I do like the Pikachu combo and Fat Pikachu, and I'm calling him Fat Pikachu from now on because that's it's Fat Pikachu. Um, and okay, let's let's go up to him real quick. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Oh, That's man. fine. I'm kind of all over the place on, on looking at these cards. Yeah. All right. So, Pikachu and Pikachu VMAX. Uh, that G-Max Volt Tackle uh, is three lightning energy, 120 plus damage. You may discard all energy attached to this Pokemon. If you do, this this attack does 150 more damage. You're talking 270 uh, attack potential. And that that's strong, right? That without a doubt, that is a big burst of energy. And again, I view it as this one for electrical is what they're looking for to really change to bring electrical back. And yeah, I, he's he's basically hitting Eternatus level damage. Right, and and you're talking and you're talking that when you play this one. This is now you're you're talking a bolt home deck with maybe Pikaram in there too, and you can build that Pikachu up. And you don't until you're going to use this attack, you don't use it, right? And in in like to do the 270. If you don't yeah. need to do the 270, even better because you can just still do 120 damage or push up enough to take out something and you might be fighting you know you, it depends on what you're going up against but again i'm looking at that 270 damage and that's a huge damage output for me too um and it's yeah. only it's, you're talking it's you know and pikachu v is solid in my opinion not his thunderbolt ability but his charge ability is is pretty helpful too yeah yeah early game it gets energies um you know on the board and that's what you're you're asking for Right, it can in be early game Pokemon. It can be a complete surprise turnaround. You have Vitality Belt, all of a sudden ADP is off the. You know, you start off. Uh, you, you, if you, if you can go second, per, you know, if you can go second, build up the three, evolve to V Max, have the Vitality Belt, hit for two eighty. That's ADP's dead. Yep. And that that could be stopping all the energy dis, uh, uh, displacement that ADP wants to do. Um, yeah, you know. definitely. But you have and to. Ha but the issue is you have to have your bench ready to go because you know building this up. And there's a couple good cards out there like Electrode being able uh, to do that. But I, I don't like that. I don't like the Voltorb Electro combination right now personally. Uh, but I do like you know you you can you bolt out. You have ways to recover. Uh, and I just think yeah. this is this is one of those. This is what's going to help Electrical kind of recover. And it's funny that it's Pikachu at the same time and Fat Pikachu. Oh, yeah. And that's like one of the chase cards of this set. Um, the, that Rainbow Rare is what everybody's <laughs> really wanting to go for. I think that's a solid, uh, solid pick. Now, 
it's funny that you uh you you, you were talking electric because mine's an electric as well and you just actually said you didn't like them. oh no electrode. It was an electrode. i think electrode is going to change the meta back to electric oh man all right, all right, okay. Just so, so what? To hear me out. I want to. I want I. What is your game plan then? What are you? What's okay. going through your mind? Why is this the? So th- this is not for Pikachu. I don't think this is for Bolt Hunt. This is for Bolt Hunt and Picarom. The game plan, I th- I say you you need to get him obviously, um, leveled up or evolved. You get that early turn or your your turn one attack. I say you go first. You know, you do your setup, you get him on the board, you're going, your 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 second turn, your first attack, um, you get energy on the board. You can spread it out. So let's, before we uh, go over the strategy, he's, uh, you know, a stage one, 90 HP, one retreat cost. His, his attack is garbage, three, three electric, or three, three energies, energy. two electric. Yeah, two electric, one colorless for 100 damage. Garbage. It's the ability what you're really going for. It says, once during your turn, before you attack, if this Pokemon is on your bench, you may knock out this Pokemon. If you do, search your deck for up to two Lightning Energies. Attach them. Uh, attach your Lightning... Or, I'm sorry. Two Lightning Energies. And attach them... Why do I keep saying them? Two <laughs> no, it's, it's Lightning attached. Energies. Attach them to your Lightning Pokemon in play in any way you like then shuffle uh shuffle your deck obviously he's going to die and you're going to give up a one prize which isn't the best but the lightning spread of energy if you do that on top of tapu coco and then you get your electrify off or i mean your full blitz off and you spread the energy throughout your bench evenly and you get a couple of those boltons up there there's so much energy on the board that it's just even if they knock out a Picarom, you're going to be just your damage output is so high that it's just going to be knocking out all these big Pokemon that you wouldn't be able to currently with the loss of Thunder Mountain and Electro Power. And I really think that this will make the electric decks come back because of that card over Pikachu. Ooh. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I, it, it, the explosive energy out there. I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page with the Bolton and, and being able to get that energy out there. I'm concerned about the fact that you're basically running probably most a two, two line, right? You know, or a three-three line, and that's six cards that you gotta take out of your deck to to get the energy in a yep. discard pile back up, and that that's where right, I have an this issue. This card, this carding has never been an issue for electric. They have no, they they discard a lot. They they discard a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. So that's not really the issue. Um, and it can help you with recovery, but the fact that it's a knockout is the is the without doing any what, damage output bothers me the most it's it's not really affecting the matchups too much because say you're playing against adp and they're they're wanting to do their boss boss win they're still they're still going to have to do that mm-hmm. because that prize is irrelevant 
because you're knocking yourself out. They're not knocking you out. They don't get two prizes. Right. So they're still going to have to boss boss up your supporter or knock out one of your, your things. So is if you get the energy and you have that energy on the field and if you spread it correctly, even if they knock something out, you're still hitting them for huge numbers because your, your lightning energy are spread out and you have so many of them on the field. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I respect that completely but i i again me personally i just it's ugh, like I, I i i can't see running enough of it out there to justify it for me and and, and, you and, said and you're earlier, talking to the guy though, who just you gonna... and you're talking to the guy who's just said pikachu v max this is gonna be the one that changes the meta <laughs> no, no, i was like i was like laughing i'm like oh you just need to scroll down too but you were saying what what um you're gonna knock out on a deck for this i mean honestly you had the Thunder Mountain. You had your Electro Powers. There's, there's your cards that you just replaced. Yeah, true. I mean, I, and, I guess I, I guess I'm I, I see it differently because I ran I ran Pikaram without it for so long that I I, ha, I haven't been considering those. Yeah. So and also looking at the meta report, uh, Pikaram is on the rise before these both Pikachu and you know the Electrode. So I just think. No matter what route you want to go to, we're both kind of right. I think electric is going to be back in prevalent. Yeah. All right. So let's do real quick then meta analysis of, uh, of you know, what, where we see the most shakeup then. Okay. Well, I, at the top, I still see Eternatus at the moment. And ADP is just getting too many, too many toys to really drop. So... I still see those two at the top on par with each other. Um, I see a lightning deck completely knocking out Inteleon from not even just the top five. Uh, I, I just don't see water decks, again, seeing much play. Uh, you know, those see like the Cramorant deck that I was talking with the, the Aeroscoos. That's completely different because that's just one prizers you're expecting to die anyways. Mm -hmm. But any of these, these V, VMAX decks... I just don't see them being viable again. Right. No, I, I agree. The water V max, the water V's are, are going to hurt with that, with the release of this. And it makes sense, right? This is a deck. This, this whole set's called shocking voltage or vivid voltage. Um, you know, it, it it's, <laughs> this is meant to do bring electrical around, uh, for sure. And they're, I think they're coming out of the gate swinging real hard. Yeah. So I, I re honestly, like, however, whatever variant you want to say, Pikachu or a Bolton list, you know, with the energy spread, like I said, mm -hmm. like a variant of electric like that, I think it takes the third spot, um, you know, going forward in the next meta. I don't know if you agree with that or not. I agree. No, I 100% agree. And I agree with the assessment that Inteleon basically just gets kicked out. Yeah, uh, I just can't see, you know, you base water has to adapt a different way right now. And water doesn't it, it, water is going to have a, diff, a difficult time to do poor, that. Poor, poor water. Had, it never, ever has its like real moment to shine <laughs> every time it does like electric. Just say, hey, I'm back. Well, I mean, things to things to remember, though, is it does get that telescope uh, that will help for sure with the sniping damage. But I don't think it's enough. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and I, I, I think fire still stays up there solidly because, again, like some of the fighter, fire stuff that we brought up, um, you know, 
and, and you know, I, I, and I'm personally a big fan of the Leon combo with the Charizard too. Yeah. I still, yeah. Santa Scorch, I still think can be up there, especially, you know, with the, uh, with the Incineroar and or Talonflame, mm -hmm. uh, I don't see it really dropping too far. Even if it drops out of the five, it's it's still right up there. Um, any archetype there. Um, I honestly think that, that fighting might work its way into the four spot um, with a lot of the help it's getting. Like you said, the B, you can go the Fampy route. You can go the uh, Lucario route. You can. There's a lot of different ways you can go. Right. I think fighting decks in general... I think are finally going to have their time to shine when we thought it would have been now, but I think it's going to be then. Right. I think, I think this will help bring them around too. Again, we didn't, the only one I really wanted to talk about was Bay or B. Um, but there are cards that will, you know, like you said, with the fan fee, that, that one is an interesting one uh, for sure. Cause it's fighting's version of Sableye, <laughs> you know, uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and then just you got that Sir Farfetch too, who doesn't have to discard that energy. So you're not looking for the you, you know you can switch from a discard pile version to a um, uh, to a switching deck instead. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I I agree. I I think with fighting we'll be, we'll see fighting rise. I think metal stays pretty much where it's at. I think metal's that five for me. It is still it becomes more solid five right now uh, with with you're the, talking the Luke metal version. Yep, the Luke metal focused version. Um, ADP it, it, I, one and two still is ADP, but I don't think we see water. Um, fire fire probably can jump down to. It, it, I think we'll it'll be interesting to see the fight between fighting and fire at that point. Yeah, I agree. Um... Uh, and, Besides, and also, you know, and also shock, and also shock, again. But uh, the part of uh, one thing that's true about electrical, though, is if fighting is going to see an increase, um, so uh, then fighting, you know, if if electric, if, if electric is going to see an increase, and fighting is seeing an increase, though, it could change up enough that we see fighting overtake it, uh, but. It's, it's too close to call right now. I don't know. Yeah. I think players, some players have, uh, what I've seen in the chats and stuff has, have brought up some really interesting combos, but again, it's, it's, it's going to be, can, can it actually work? Yeah. So I, I just think that the electric will be there because Picarom is proven over and over every time. Like, Oh yeah. It, Picarom's dead. It always comes back. Always comes back. I, I don't, until it rotates, I don't think think it will be out of the meta for a very long period of time. Right. So, I mean, regardless of how good any meta or any uh, fighting decks may do, I'm sure there's ways people will make Picarom or Electric work. They just it seems to be a fan favorite and it's always solid. So, I think what we can say for the meta shift is really. One and two will pretty much stay the same. Are you agreeing with that? I, with Eternus and ADP? I, I think so. I think so. I, I mean, or I don't do you think, think ADP? Do you think ADP becomes number one? ADP can jump to number one. I, I don't think Eternatus gained a whole lot. 
Yeah, I mean, Eternatus it's is still really... just so solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and then what do you put at number three then for you? What What's three, four, I, and five for you then? I, I say Picarom, Bolton, Electrode variant gets three. Um, fighting, um, probably four. And probably like that, you know, any kind of uh, like a Luke Metal variant or some, something that damage mitigating kind of a deck, I think is going to be in that five spot. Although I have a sneaky suspicion that stall slash mill, you know, that kind of deck is slowly coming back. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in this next meta, but probably the meta after, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> all right well i put i i would say this though i i still think fire is really potent right now um i agree with one and two uh but it's tough for me i want to say fire stays at three not maybe center scorch but something with fire is going to be at three there and then i'll i'll put i'll put in and this is my toss-up right now, is really fighting electrical and fire. Those are th- for three, four, and five, and metal. Like the, the, I, I know I'm jumping, but it's not easy right now. Um, yeah, but, uh, it, there's a lot of solid archetypes out there. And to completely, you know, gauge it like a month, a month or plus ahead of time is a little difficult. But, you know, that's just, you know. Yeah, I, I can say with confidence, though, that those four types – are there solid, you know, and, and and that is because they're the consistency that they can build and the damage output that all of them will have now is, is there. So it's just going to be coming down to, is it that Rodham phone that changes the game, you know, or, you know, is it, is it a, um, the, uh, a single Eldegoss that's put in the deck that allows all of a sudden, you know, a boss's order win to change, you know, determines who's the winner. That's where I really think separates these decks is those two or three cards out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is going to be interesting to see the meta shake up. Mm-hmm. I definitely think there will be shake up. Yep. Yep. So. All right. Cool. Last thing, though, to cover. This is a longer episode. We know that, but we there was a lot of stuff we wanted to talk about here. And yes. the most important thing is starting next week, or actually by the time this one episode is released, it has already it started. Already be. Yep. Yep. Is Players Cup 2. All right. We're, we're keep shouting this out because we're all excited about it. We can't wait to play. Um, yes. Going through the 28th of September through the 26th of October. Remember, you're going to get a whole new set of keys, 50 of them, so everyone's at the same playing field. Jake, mm-hmm. what strategy are you going into with this? I think I'm going to go pretty heavy week one and um, try to get, you know, I'll, I'll probably play a lot of Eternatus and a lot of Inteleon. Um Those are like the two decks that in testing has been the most consistent for me. Um, matchup wise and kind of you know hit the ground running and hopefully have some success and you know try to take a little bit of pressure off me to start um, and then kind of gauge gauge how the meta is shaping up and see what I've kind of noticed in these tournaments and then maybe kind of pivot from there um, for any deck changes or complete um, you know 
360 on you know what deck i'm playing yep that's a fair approach i think atelion right now is a solid start um i had a very similar idea i was probably or i was going to go with my metal metal deck um just because i want to see what's being played out there um mm -hmm. if i ever get a crowbat online i will <laughs> uh you need to get one before the players cup starts I, I period i know like I, I will have I will have two by the time Players Cup starts, um, but if I um, I I will probably lean towards Eternatus eventually. That's my guess. Um, but at the same time, it's it's going to be it is going to be depending on how I see the people reacting because there might be a lot of well I'm going to bring the counter to counter at the time that I at the times that I play so that's why yeah. I, I feel like an Intellion Mel Metal is a solid for me just because I can adapt a little bit easier regardless of how the tournament is going yes uh, and rather than being pigeonholed to this is this is all I can and if it's a bad matchup right off the bat for me then uh, there's almost no recovery and I think I can do that with the other ones and keep in mind also, like, even if you don't win, if you, you make the top four, you're getting rep points, you're, you're getting points. So mm -hmm. um, as don't... long as you know you're not breaking out round one, um, you have a very decent chance to start picking up points. Um, well, don't, don't ever give up in these matches. You know, even if you feel like it's down, sometimes your opponent will make a mistake and you can recover. So always always keep fighting forward in a tournament that's always one of my things and the other thing too is to always have fun with it too um yeah. you know like if if you're if you're not having fun with this you know take a day or two off or you know take some time off of playing just to recover and get back into the, this is all for fun too oh definitely and also i would say like if you have like one or two bad matchups especially like the very beginning um of a tournament it's all random. You might run into a counter or whatever. Don't just abandon a deck after one or two games that might not have gone your way. Um, trust your, your like, any kind of testing or what you've done, um, you know, with the decks that you have, and you give them give them a fair shot, um, even if you're not, you know, having a, a hot start with them. Maybe that you know, take a step back and kind of make maybe small adjustments if needed right uh, but don't just don't just abandon a deck over one or two bad bad games i would say right small adjustments baby steps yeah for sure all right jake i think that's it for us this week here now so i'm well I'm, oh, go ahead. i do have one more thing i um i i have not really been a twitter person but i joined twitter yeah um to you know, try to involve myself in the community a little bit further. Um, you Social can find media me at drug. No. <laughs> no, not really. I'm not looking forward to Twitter, but you can find what is it at, um, at. Penux? Yeah, yeah, right. Penux. Then you use P E N U C K S. And again, I'm at Duke of Hobbies, and we are Triple P at Pit Pokey Pod on Twitter. We also have a Discord page now, the Discord server. So yes, that is brand new too yes, since uh, will, the last episode. Yep, uh, you can always find that link in the show notes. And we will uh, we look forward to everyone joining. And we're going to start up leagues and some other fun little competitions for prizes and giveaways starting next month. So Players Cup yep. and 
you can even come and practice with us while earning prizes. So that's awesome. Definitely. Speaking of prizes, one more one more code giveaway. Uh, let's get let's go for uh, you know base set short and shield. We got Y B nine L K V C J six six X T R. So thank you all again for joining us, and we look forward to hearing for what you guys are playing uh, in the Players' Cup. So come join us also in the uh, Discord server. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time, and good luck in Players' Cup uh, 2, and have fun. Thank you again for listening to Triple P. The best way to support us is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. You can leave us a comment or question on Twitter at HitPokeyPod or on the Triple P Facebook page. We also stream box openings online and live play at twitch.tv slash hobbies. There you can earn TCGO codes and more. If you have made or know any Pokemon artists, send us a message and we will feature an artist each episode. Gotta catch them all.